Hello, welcome back to Discovering SCP. We are back. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Uh, are you okay? Oh uh, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm better than okay. I'm good. In fact, uh, I'm going to be asking so, you that now. I've got nothing yeah. prepared. <laughs> You've nothing prepared. No, I, this is an interesting experiment because we're going to find some content now. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's make it hard. Let's not just do whatever the newest thing is. Let's fucking browse the wiki like a normal person. Yeah, this is this is let's play the SCP wiki. <laughs> Yeah, all right. You're going to so get the real fucking experience. So I'm looking right now, and I see there's some October 1st news we could look at. Okay, let's see what the news Check is. Check it out here. Um, wow, this is really boring. Okay, never mind. Well, um, <laughs> Jesus, was sorry, like, sorry, Alistair. I see you got interviewed, but that was the Jennifer, I guess. <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's boring to me, to my ends. It's, I'm sure it's very well written. Um, so, what, what do you think of the new JJK chapter? <laughs> Um, the JJK chapter was sick, but we're not here for that. I'm browsing right now. Okay. You know what? Let's go to... Look, official sister site, Wanderers Library, clicked. Um, random stories, clicked. Okay. Bam! Give me one. Okay, I got one. Uh, what? I'm what? confused if this is a story. Here, I'll link Where's you what sent me. This is here. And I don't know if this is a story or if it's just like a list of things when I clicked random stories. Okay. Let's do... Here we go. This doesn't look to be a story. Blank Space by Captain Kirby, because I like Captain Show Kirby's me. writing. Show me. Get in. Let's do this. You see how easy it is to find content? You saw that? Yeah. This is Captain Kirby. I trust him as a writer. We've my fucking life. Uh, what'd you say? I trust him, <laughs> you trust him with your life? life? Yeah. I wouldn't go that far. After the war. After what they showed me in the war. <laughs> what, what, what war? You wouldn't know about it. <laughs> the, the secret war? The universal war. <laughs> World War 2.5? <laughs> the one between 2 and 3? Exactly. We had to release <laughs> it because it was too badass in the records. It was... <laughs> we have to redact this. <laughs> what top secret information is there? It's too cool. The people <laughs> cannot know. It was too epic. Did they Did they bring... Uh, did they make uh, curse techniques real in World War 2.5? Um, not they. I... Uh, what was yours? I made, I made them real. <laughs> what was your ability? My ability was um, I could make things intangible. Intangible? Yeah. Is that where you got I can use that pretty in? easily to get through this limitless technique. <laughs> uh, Gojo, how are you going to repel something that doesn't exist, Five Head? Could you, like, control something after it left your hands to make it tangible or intangible? Yeah. So, like, if someone held up a shield, you could throw a knife and it could phase through the shield, but then, like, pierce their skull. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. That's pretty strong. Uh, how much cursed energy does that use? Um, not much, because I have the AIs. Okay. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, <laughs> shall we read Blank Space by Captain Absolutely, Kirby? absolutely. I'm sure it'll be very relevant <laughs> to what we just said. <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Into the zone. Actually, I have a question. Okay. Has anyone ever written fan fiction on the wiki? Like, I know there was no, that no. joke. I know there was that joke article that mentions a bunch of, like, IPs, but, like, has anyone written, like, fucking, as an example, like a Naruto fan fiction, just put it on the wiki or whatever? There was, like, a fan fiction, like, crossover contest one, so I imagine. I don't remember specifically a Naruto one, but uh, I'm sure you'll find something you like in there. 
I was wondering if anyone's ever... Because, like, they always say you can put whatever you want on the wiki, so I was always wondering if someone's ever written a tale that's just, like, completely unrelated to anything on the SCP wiki. <laughs> Probably. Like, like, just a fan fiction or something else. Alright, alright. Are you reading or am I reading blanks? I'll read. I'll read Death of Dio. <laughs> what? Cause I'm sorry. That it. lagged in my head. Did you say Dato Bio out I loud? Did, yeah. As an English speaker? I did. On God. By the way, did you see that TikTok I sent you? Uh, no, I didn't. Read I'll, it later. I'm pinning it. I'm pinning it. The well, excellent experience. <laughs> but you as now know I'll be watching a TikTok later. I'll keep you updated, guys. Yeah. Let me know what you think, because it's all stuff that's relevant to you. Anyway, continue. Okay. Okay. I sit here on the brink of nothing, waiting for something good to happen. The DSCP oh, like listener experience. The last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pathetic use of my time, but everything else feels so difficult at the moment. Creating stars takes so much energy. Planet sculpting is a pain. And don't even get me started on how messy comets are. So I sit here and look out of a patch of blank space to paint with star stuff. I know that humans say to look elsewhere for inspiration, but then I just wind up distracting myself with my own creations. Reliving the glory days instead of putting fusion to atoms and making something new. I'm on my 63rd universe now. When I started Predecessor, it told me that I would love it. Keep me occupied for aeons. I think they'd be disappointed to hear I'd bored myself this fast. Maker, maker! They turn around to see Watcher skipping towards me. You started the next one yet? And if so, you can see my performance. <laughs> I sigh. No, not yet. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You know what? I'm thinking about this now. Okay. It's really common, because it's reality as we understand it, that outside planets, there's like, there's planets, there's space, there's a universe, right? Right. But has anyone ever done it different? Like, okay. your world is a, is, a, is a paint swatch on a palette. Or, that's a shitty example, but you know what I mean? Like, has anyone just, like, made something else up instead of space as a concept? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, like, so instead of outer space... Space is just empty space between things. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, the galaxy. Like, let's say you leave your world. Has anyone ever done it where, like, you leave the world and it's not space but something else? Presumably someone at some point has considered this, yeah? No, I know, but, like, I'm just trying to imagine, like, what else there could be. Like, if you were a bored-ass god, what would you paint instead of outer space? Um, What would you make in its place? Monsters. Monster. Oh, okay. So kind of like a. So kind of. Like I warned you. Here be dragons. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of my ability. Just like a black void of nothingness filled with horrifying. You realize it's not a black void. It's lots of giant eels coiled around each other. Oh, that's sick! And every now and then they like writhe and part enough that you can see the monsters underneath fighting <laughs> eternally. This is a big Dude, grinning smile. Hard. That goes hard as hell. Imagine a world where instead of a moon, they just have a big grid in the sky. <laughs> well, like, imagine in the monster world, right, that you live on, like, the fingernail of a monster. Uh, and, like, every now and then, like, parts of your world are just utterly destroyed or sheared off because you're a fingernail. And, like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. That's um, just how it is. I would hate that. Yeah, right? But wouldn't that be exciting? And then, you like, you, people, like, space travel, so to speak, and sometimes you just have to leave your world and find another monster part to live on. <laughs> Somewhere more secure. Like I need to live on its beep! Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because of Ancestor? I know they can be a real critic, but they're like that to everyone, so you shouldn't worry about it. No. No, it's not Ancestor. 
although Ancestor never helped. There was always an orb out of place, or a binary system just a few degrees off kilt. Everything had to be a nice and tidy and not have too much life. Oh, and also the universe can't be too barren either. It has to have astronomic variance, but, sh- and, but should have consistency and theme, and so on and so forth. You know, I, what? Yeah, you know. Yeah. I always had to write some invisible line with them, and it was fucking impossible. <laughs> It would have been much easier if they just told me all my universes were shit. I guess chalk it off to taste and tell myself it's probably a bad thing if Ancestor likes my work. But no, they couldn't even make that easy on me. Back when I made Universe 47, which was a personal favourite, I dreaded showing it to Ancestor. I had this new civilization of gloop plants that pollinated across planets. Nothing sentient, just a universe filled with intergalactic ooze. It was stupid and fun, and I put way too much time into it, so I was ready for the deluge of insults. Just, oh my goodness! So this guy's like like us. He's trying to think of ways to mix it up, just like me for real. Ancestor looked it over, eyed all my star systems <coughs> with that contemptuous gaze. Then they stumbled up and said, "Nicely done." <laughs> but that wasn't what was slowing my day out. In a way, it was close to motivation. I was chasing that high of Universe Forty Seven. Of course, the universe is just for the sake of a passing mark. Ancestor was not sustainable, and it isn't sustaining me now. Are you out of ideas? Watcher asks. Uh, not really, I shrug. Although nothing's really exciting me. Hmm. Watcher crosses their arms and scrunches their face. What? I'm thinking. Well, don't think too hard. You might pull something. I shoot Watcher a brief smirk. Watcher puffs out their cheeks. Hey, just because of my job to watch doesn't mean I can't be creative too. I've seen a lot of universes, you know. Sorry, sorry. You're right. If you have any ideas, I'm all ears. What if you had a water planet? No core, all water. And then there could be fish that swim across the planet's diameter. It'd take too long to adjust the universal constants to make that stable, I reply. You could do a macro rock. Uh, like something that would have the pull of a black hole, but it doesn't fold in on itself. So then all these small bodies just crash into its surface. Then what? Hmm. Watch she starts tapping her foot. It's really in the think tank now. Okay, I got one more idea. All right. You wait here. Watcher scurries off out of view. I let out of a sigh. Figures. Watcher is great. It's been keeping me company since universe number one. But there's a reason they're Watcher and I'm Maker. Although really I'm becoming less and less sure why I'm Maker with each passing day. Before I was Maker, I worked in an emergency room. Not as a doctor, of course. I'm never that smart. I was just a nurse. But I liked doing ER work. There's this thrill whenever a new patient got wheeled into the main obstacle between... Got wheeled in that the main obstacle between them and death was me and my clipboard running from room to room, taking measurements, constructing reports for doctors. Every Friday night, the place flooded with DUI accidents and stupid kids jumping fences. And for each one, it was up to me, and of course everyone else on call, to ensure they made it to tomorrow. The day I met predecessor, this woman was mealed in with a hundred little glass shards sticking out of her face. The procedure was clear, we needed to extract glass. I worked alongside a surgeon and two other nurses for a total of seven hours, plucking debris out of her nose, mouth, ears and eyes. My movements were smooth and crisp, my senses on edge. I was working overdrive to make sure this woman had the rest of her life ahead of her. Uh, the operation was successful. We picked out all the glass and bandaged her up, but successful doesn't mean perfect. I checked in on her the next day, and just before I went inside, I looked over her file. Apparently the glass had gone too deep into her retinas. She was blind. I don't know why I cried, but I did. It might have been because I was so certain we'd done everything right and it still turned out shit. Or maybe I was just sad for her. She'd never get to see the world again. She wouldn't get to see what is and what would be. I bet she has a memory of what was, but that was only finite. I'm tearing up even now. Finite. 
That word hits different when you spend time crafting universes. The lack of possibilities and opportunities are really the most crucial, cruel thing to take from someone. I think even now I would give her my eyes if that would open doors for her again. I'm sure she's making the best of it now, or made the best of it, something like that. After my shift that night, I was still having trouble composing myself in my apartment. I heard a knock around 11pm, which I didn't even question. I opened the door and before me towered a cloaked figure, their arms translucent but sparkling. Hello? I sniffled out. Hello? I have come to you with exciting news. Is it? Is this a solicitation? Uh, please don't try to sell me something, I've had a long fucking day. At this point I thought the avatar before me was mostly cosplay or something. I am not selling anything! I would like to give you a gift, an opportunity. I took a moment to compose myself. I wiped my nose, wiped my eyes, blew my nose and swallowed. What kind of opportunity? From there, the predecessor showed me the universe, then the other universes, and then the tools to sculpt them. Predecessor told me those tools were their tools and their workshop before, but now would belong to me. I had one, but one job to make. Predator told me there was far too much empty space and that they did as much as they could in filling it, but now it's my turn. Oh, that's such a fuck concept. It's like you've already got like the universe, right? And how infinite and vast and small we are. But then there's like, oh, there's all this other space and like you just got to paint it in. It's just like, how deep does it go, you know? Mm. I can't even comprehend that in my brain sickle. I accepted the position without hesitation. I would take that job, to be fair. <laughs> would you? Yeah. Do I mean, you like... do art? I don't have to do art. I just have to fill whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, with tools. Well, yeah, because I'm, I'm like a god, though, so I can just do it. Yes, but Tanhony, you can't even work the Roll20 DM sheet. How are you going to um, make the universe? Eraser, eraser. <laughs> Get rid of this little spot here. Get rid of little Darnell spot. <laughs> like, just, just making tokens is too hard for you. You think you're going to adjust you. the universal fuck, constants? Yeah. yeah, I will. Maybe I'll fucking turn the ground to 100. How do you fucking like that? I don't know if you can put it in chat GPT, Tan. Fuck you. <laughs> I liked my old job, but after seeing it so much, I felt like it would be spoiled for me to turn away. And now I feel it was spoiled for me to accept. I really have no qualifications. I'm not a creative. I'm not much of a leader or a self-startler. I mostly follow directions or a team back at the hospital. Now I'm literally limitless. How terrifying of opportunity to squander. Maker, maker, I'm back. Um, great. I continue to look out at my blank nothingness. Now can you tell me your idea? An idea from Watcher? I did not know this was the reason for my summons. I perk up and turn around to see Watcher literally dragging that tall cloaked figure back into my workshop. Can I pop one to you for the last half? Yeah. <clears throat> P Predecessor, I stammer. I I'm sorry about the mess. I just... It it's been so long. I frantically stuff straight oars in the cabinets and wave dust clouds under workbenches. Predecessor gives me a polite smile and presses their back against the wall to stay out of my way. Worry not, my dear maker. The workshop is for you. You should not bother yourself with appearances. I put the cap on one last bottle of stardust before returning to my perch. I am embarrassingly out of breath. Now, watcher, for what reason have you invited me from my retirement? Predecessor asks. Maker is having trouble with the next universe! Watcher exclaims. Predecessor peers over my shoulder. What appears to be the issue? It's not a mechanical one, I murmur. I hope Watcher knows better than to bother anyone over that. 
predecessor chuckles. Of course, of course. It has been quite some time since I have stepped foot in this room. If you struggled to use the tools, I imagine I would have been summoned sooner. It's a motivation problem! Watcher adds from behind us. Motivation? Predecessor cocks their head to the side. Do you not feel compelled to create? Oh, is this like, oh, it's a blank space. Like, what do you make uh, from nothing? You need restrictions! That's, exactly. it's, yeah, you, you would get this, huh, as a creator? Of course. I just immediately as a creator. <laughs> I intuited the intention. <clears throat> I mean, I want to make something. Designing entire dimensions is amazing. But you still feel no desire? I spin around to face predecessor. Yeah, they do need to broaden the interpretation, you're right. Why did you choose me for this anyways? There's a million people back on Earth who would be better at this. I'm not an engineer, so all my physics is hackneyed together. I've never been much of a creative, so all my planets are bland. I just... I know that this next universe is going to suck. It's going to be fucking bland. It's going to be unoriginal. It's going to look like five different other universes that you probably made in an afternoon and then discarded because they weren't good enough. Oh, this is about being a creator, you see? Yeah. This is this is this has got that writer in him. That yeah, predecessors like me. That YouTuber in him. I'm like this <laughs> elder writer. <laughs> no, you're not. Well, yeah. you're elderly. Elderly. This guy. Writer. This guy. I want, I want you to look at. I, I, I can't really show my Discord PMs because um, <laughs> this guy comes to me. He's like, please, will you please look at my writing tendency? <laughs> First of all, fuck you. You are wrong. Second of all, you are a good author, but you are elderly as well. Elder creator. <laughs> You've only got two years left before you die. You know that? That's all you get. Uh, <clears throat> where was I? Uh, I've never been too creative. I just, I know that this next universe is going to suck. It's going to be fucking bland. It's going to be unoriginal. It's going to look like five different other universes that you probably made in an afternoon and then discarded because they weren't good enough. Predecessor nods. They synthesize a seat out of some spare minerals I left on my table and take a seat. I even realize their posture is better than mine. Maker? Yes? You're right. You are not an engineer. You are not a creative. But you are the best for this job because you care about the things that could be, Predecessor says. You care more about the things that could be than anyone I've ever seen. You don't even know what those things are because they are not. But it is clear that you want them to be. You spent years toiling in that hospital, saving the things that could be, because you could not bear the possibility that they will be lost. Predecessor stands from their chair, which crumbles into dust and then reforms as a miniature nebula floating above my head. Predecessor pokes it and the dust turns like a mobile. This job is not about creativity or problem-solving. This job is about bringing that which isn't into being. It is the emergency room of existence. For if an idea slips past you, it truly may never come to be. That is why you are here. Because you care about the lack. About the missing opportunities. <laughs> this is good! Ah, I love this. I can feel tears tremble down my face. I can imagine the woman with the glass in her eyes. I can picture Watcher patiently waiting for me to finish my next project. I can hear Ancestor chiding me over my missteps and failures. I don't want to cry. I've been given this opportunity. I shouldn't be crying about it. So thank you is the best I can make out. I, I think I know what to do now. Do you have an idea for your next universe? Watcher excitedly asks. Actually, Watcher sounds like this. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> and now for my performance thank you watcher uh, I wiped the tears from my eyes and turned back to my desk no not in the slightest 
And then I begin to write. <laughs> they were a writer the whole time, guys. This was all about writing. How do you feel, Tan? I give this one an upvote. Um, I also give it an upvote. Watch this. It's going to go up. I'm going to give this one an 11 out of 10. Because even though it was on the nose, I liked it. It was fun. It was descriptive. Uh, it definitely hit home with it. No, I was going to say, it is a bit on the nose, but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I like it. And Captain Kirby, as always, proves why you're the number one guy. Alright, yeah. so that's our Wanderers Library article for the yeah. year, so we can get the fuck, fuck off this place. Get me out of this fucking league. Get me out of the fucking <laughs> Yeah, let's go back league. to SCP site. Finally, I'm back. Let's read a real story now, am yeah. I right? <laughs> Is there a way to search, like, Tales most popular? Uh, can just probably. <laughs> there probably is. <laughs> This guy, I've been on fucking ten years, more than more than a third of my life, more than half of my life. And I don't uh, fucking know how to fucking navigate the website. Sad. I'm on the Tales Hub and I'm just scrolling through all the tales made in 2023. No, because this is like my birthday episode when you think about it. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Wait, let's your, no, yeah, your birthday already happened, like ten days. Yeah, ago. we didn't celebrate it though. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Do you want us to do something for it? No, I was just saying, let's read the Saturday. That's stupid. Uh, do we have to? Okay. I no. thought we could read a good SCP instead. <laughs> On my birthday? Seriously? It's not your birthday! <laughs> it hasn't been for like a third of a month! Well, it's basically still my birthday. No, it's not! <laughs> it's not still your birthday! <laughs> this is fucked it, up. <laughs> if it's still your birthday, it's still my birthday. When's your birthday? September 4th. Mine's closer. <laughs> yeah, but not. It's like ten days ago. It's over, Tanoni. The years are coming quicker now. You will be thirty soon. No, 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 no. <laughs> is it really scary? It is. What does it feel like? I'm gonna turn back my hands an article about it. No, I'd rather I'd forget rather forget about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's see. So you have an article you want to read? That I've, you yeah, I have an article that, that I think. That I, I, I personally, I think it's pretty good. All right. Well. I'll be sure to judge it extremely harshly. Okay, this is SCP-6775-E by Tantony. So if there's any wrong itses or... Why do I, why do I feel like this image is familiar? Well, that's you. It's a picture of you. Did you write this a while ago? A little bit ago. This was I think I remember when you wrote this, but I didn't read it. Yeah, I know you didn't read it. Yeah. Because I asked you to, you didn't. Oh, I'm <laughs> On my sorry. birthday, no less. <laughs> it was, was it on your birthday? It wasn't on my birthday. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I thought because of the premise of the podcast. You know what, Tan? <laughs> the next time you write something, I'll credit. But you should know I'm not the best person to give credit. I would personally go to a skilled writer like Sobek. He's very good. All right. Are we doing this one? Yeah, sure. 6775. Level 3 okay. confidential. Containment class You test. want me to read this one because you wrote it? Uh, yeah, sure. If you're up for it. Yeah, why don't you, t- why don't you take a break on your... Kind of Thank birthday. You. Thank you. I'm the birthday boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Item number 6775. All the fictional uh, characters from every forever come in for a huge pie. <laughs> Wait, was it, was it, wasn't that like a meme? Yeah. Like an old forum post? <laughs> All the SCP monsters come in for a huge party. Happy birthday, Tan. Thank says, you. Oh nine three. 682, you uh, came. Many things are disgusting, but not your birthday. <laughs> That's six, what seven, say. six seven seven five level three confidential containment class Keter disruption class Eki risk oh, class man. danger 
Special containment procedures. All known instances of Dash 1 are to be monitored and, if it is judged that they are unacceptably close to achieving electoral victory, eliminated using whatever means necessary. Oh, wait, I have read, read this one, I think. Okay. Pre- preferences to be given to action plans, which would subsequently arouse the least suspicion. But in cases where this is not practical wholesale assassination of key figures within the SCP, inst- uh, wait, figures within the Dash 1 instance is authorized. Okay, I see. In cases where uh, a, a Dash 1 instance achieves electoral victory, the township as city or nation in question is to be considered lost. Okay. Yeah, I, I did indeed read this one. I don't know what it is. Okay. Uh, a loosely... the uh, Sorry. <laughs> Reading sorry. We're getting the cliff notes. <laughs> SCP-6775 is a loosely defined political philosophy which comes under a number of names, most often consisting either solely of the letter E or using a name which centers around said letter. The SCP appears to be focused on the notion of singularism, the precise meaning of which is inconsistent, but most often consists of the voluntary focusing of resources and labor into a single point within society. Generally, the singular point is one which would not provide a great deal of benefit if focused on to the exclusion of all else, such as niche luxury industries or the personal advancement of a seemingly random segment of the population. Outside of this primary goal, other components of the SCP are most often infeasible, contradictory, or outright nonsensical, and appear to change often, whether over years or over the course of a single conversation. Despite the Foundation's efforts in erasing all traces of the SCP, new groups espousing this philosophy continue to independently arise around the world, hereafter referred to as instances of Dash 1. Interpretations of the SCP vary among instances, but they will consistently attempt to run for public office whenever the opportunity arises. During this time, individuals outside of the Dash 1 instance will react to the SCP's philosophy in a manner that suggests anomalous alteration of their perceptions. While individuals will by no means automatically agree with and subscribe to the SCP's philosophy, they will consider it with a level of seriousness that the coherence of the philosophy would not warrant. As such, in cases where members of the SCP of the Dash 1 instance are especially charismatic, they have come dangerously close to actually achieving victory in these elections. It is currently unknown what would occur if a Dash 1 instance successfully came into office. If that's the case, why do they say it's to be considered lost? Well, notice it's crossed out. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Someone's done it. Is this a political commentary or is this an eerie? Because so far it feels like it might be both. It's a bit of both, I suppose. Oh. Must not intentionally. I'm not like, um, and Donald Trump is also SCP. Well, no, but... (laughs) That totally exists. It does. It does actually exist. <laughs> um, but, like, there's nothing wrong with something um, political, in my opinion, yeah. as long as it's not, like, obnoxious. I've like, got some pronouns here. have yeah. something real to say beyond X guy sucks. Uh, addendum 6775-1. Past SCP instances. The following is a record of past SCP... Or, Dash 1 instances, intended to illustrate the commonalities and differences between such organizations. All instances recorded here are no longer active, having either been dismantled by the Foundation or collapsed naturally following a lost election. Uh, SCP-6775-1-1. Group name, E. Year of Formation, 1974. Leader, Jean-Jean Laurent. Office run for President of France. Prominent Policies. Iran based off a promise to focus the wealth of the nation solely on the critical development of the city of Paris. Numerous other minor policies were promised as well, including 
One, a selfishness tax to be placed on French citizens, which would increase by 10% for each interpersonal relationship. That's <laughs> That's awesome. What? <laughs> Imagine, like, you're dating someone and you don't count them on your interpersonal relationships. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so cold. The demolition of the Eiffel Tower, purportedly so that the attention of the public would instead be focused on the French school system, and the public execution of the previous French president, Georges Pompidou, despite the fact that Mr. Pompidou died in office. Notes. The original e-group is believed to have been founded primarily as a cult of personality around its leader, Jean Gelarent, who was openly engaged in sexual relationships with many other members. His tax would go nuts. <laughs> Few records of Mr. Laurent exist prior to the formation of E, but those that have been found suggest he was a Parisian pianist of little renown. Following his loss in the 1974 election, Mr. Laurent is believed to have left the country and has not been seen since. All other members of the party died from various unrelated causes over the next two years. SCP-6775-1-9. Group name, uh, the Ch- Chicago, a persistent misspelling of Chicago used by this group. Wait, that's awesome! <laughs> the Chicago Convergence for the Cause of Enacting E. Year Formation, 1989. Leader, Harry Norton. Office Run for Mayor of Chicago, USA. You mean <laughs> Chicago, Illinois? <laughs> Chicago, USA! What do you mean? It's in, it's in the country. Yeah, but that would be like if I said. <laughs> well, I guess you guys don't have states, so I understand why you might think it's written that way. But normally, you would say like Chicago, Illinois, St. Louis, Missouri. You ain't that special. You wouldn't. You wouldn't say fucking <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> I'm just imagining that with like every small town now. I guess that's how it is in England, though, huh? You say yeah. London, England. You don't say London. Whatever province. Yeah, it's written that's by a British so small. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, prominent policies. The Chicago Convergence for the Cause of Enacting E ran on the promise of discouraging moral decay and sexual heft among the people of Chicago, through the, though the means by which they would do this were never detailed. When questioned regarding these measures, they would instead detail entirely unrelated policies, including... 1. The dismantling and decommissioning of the Chicago sewer systems, so that labor could instead be focused on the construction of a one-to-one replica of New York's Chrysler building. When asked by an interviewer how the issue of waste would be handled following this, Mr. Norton angrily accused them of being a communist and ended said interview. 2. The posthumous pardoning of crime boss Alphonse Gabriel Capone, who Mr. Norton insisted had never done a tax evasion in his life. 3. The privatization of the Chicago Sun-Times, as it had been running for over 10 years, and was therefore the only publication of value in the city. All other newspapers would be outlawed. Notes. The Chicago Convergence for the Cause of Enacting E was by far the least successful recorded instance of Dash 1. As usual, individuals exposed to their policies did not necessarily find them strange, but the outspoken and vitriolic demeanor of the group's leader, Harry Norton, alienated much of the voter base, leading to defeat in the election. Two days following the election, Harry Norton was reported missing by his wife. A week later, police found Mr. Norton's severed head, torso, right leg, right, left leg, and genitalia scattered throughout the basement of the Chicago Town Hall. All other members of the Chicago Convergence for the Cause of Enacting E went missing immediately afterwards, and have not been seen since. Uh, now we have SCP-6775-1-21. Group name, The Necessity of E Party. How many of the, there are these? Uh, at least 21 at this point. Jeez. No, I mean, like, how many do I have to read before this part ends? (laughs) (laughs) Group name. The Necessity of E-Party. Year Formation, 2012. Leader, Ueda Goro. Uh, Office run for Governor of Saga Prefecture, Japan. 
Prominent Policies As the necessity of e-party ran solely via their website and various online advertisements, the only information available regarding their policies are what we spe was specifically posted there, with no further questioning possible. These policies primarily consisted of... Uh, one. Oh, by the way, I should tell you. Uh, I didn't tell you earlier why it's Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Because uh, in the, the state of Illinois. <laughs> the, the reason we do cities and then states is because there are, we actually have a lot of cities named the same thing, uh -huh. but not within the same state. So, like, five or six different states have a Springfield, but it's unique to each state. There aren't, like, three Springfields in one state, if that makes sense. Uh, that's why we do it that way. Uh, group name, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, Prominent policies. As the necessity of e-party ran solely via their website and various online advertisements, the only information available regarding their policies are what was specifically posted there with no further questioning possible. These policies primarily consisted of 1. The enactment of a designated human law. Under this, households would be asked to choose a designated human from within their family. All wages, workplace benefits, and scholarships from within the household would thereafter treat the designated human as their beneficiary. <laughs> Only one person gets to be human? Yeah. Is it Rocky? Uh, no. Not anymore. Uh, two, the demolition of the Tokyo Tower. No reason was provided for this. Uh, the Tokyo Tower is not located within Tatsaga Prefecture. Three, outlawing of twin pregnancies within Saga Prefecture, citing the selfishness of the extra child as their reasoning. Notes. Despite their unusual campaign strategy and lack of engagement with the voter base, the necessity of E-Party came dangerously close to actually winning the election, a result only prevented by the active efforts of Foundation agents and web crawlers. Following their loss in the election, the necessity of E-Party posed, posted an audio file on their website, consisting of 52 minutes and 8 seconds of continual hysterical weeping. The website went down exactly 5 Me when I lose the 5,000 contests. <laughs> no! <laughs> Alternate timeline. Uh, dash 22, the E-Enactment Party, 2019, led by Edgar Carlyle, running for Member of Parliament for Bath, United Kingdom. Me in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, the majority of the E-Enactment Party's policies were based around building policies and housing within Bath, often being restrictive in nature. What the fuck is Bath? It's a, it's a, it's a place. Is it like a city? Like, what is that? It's a town. city. Why do you have a city called Bath? We just did, because we, we invited Clemens. And you forgot <laughs> it. Oh, okay. Uh, would you like to say that again louder for people? Because we that, forget. Because uh, we invented cleanliness, and you Americans forgot it. Interesting. This will this will do well on uh, anti-colonialism Twitter. <laughs> uh, these, in these included a strict ban. One, a strict ban on having more than six rooms in a single household. Mr. Carlisle also voiced his intention to reduce the allowed number of rooms by one for each year he was in office. <laughs> Two. A 75% tax raise on all supplies relating to the construction of windows. Uh, three, a public bounty posted on all selfish doors. What is the general theme of selfishness? Hmm. What do you think that is? Is that your political statement? Yeah. What, tell me about it. <laughs> well, you see, the, the, the doors are selfish, so you need to get rid of them. No, but why is selfish a running theme? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's got, well, maybe we can see at the end, sort of like where the whole theme is tied together. Maybe. Uh, the E-Enactment Party was one of the more concerning Dash 1 instances to date, gaining a large amount of interest before Mr. Carlyle was successfully assassinated and replaced. This has been attributed to the instance's willingness to engage with the media, unlike many of their predecessors. As an example of this, the following is a segment of an interview between Maria Lane, a journalist for the Bath Echo, and Edgar Carlyle, leader of the E-Enactment Party. Do you want to be Lane or Carlyle? Uh, I'll be Carlyle. 
So, there's been a lot of intrigue when it comes to me recently. I'm sorry. So, there's been a lot of intrigue when it comes to me recently. A lot of curiosity, a lot of interest, but also a lot of trepidation. Please stop. Caution, perhaps. (laughs) This is is like the equivalent of the American voice I was just doing. (laughs) It's a better word. Am I right in saying you've never held a public office before? Uh, Prior to um, to this election, I was employed as a butcher, yes. It's quite a big change, wouldn't you say? From butcher to potential MP. A lot of people. I imagine a lot of people this is awful. <laughs> have the sort of experience needed for that role. That's uh, No, I don't think I'd agree with that, actually. I'd say they're actually very similar occupations. How is that? Fuck you. <laughs> is it off? It's really bad. <laughs> it feels pretty accurate, though. <laughs> I feel like I've heard several people speak like this on the television, on the telly, as you would say. In both respects, not in both jobs, sorry. You're focused on cutting away the fats. You need to get rid of the things that you don't need so you can focus on the things that you do need, the things that will benefit you. And, uh, and I think that proposal to demolish Big Ben perfectly illustrates that. How so? Because people are focused on things like that rather than the things that do matter. Now, I'm not conspiracy theorist. I'm not going to sit here and rant about the New World Order, the Illuminati, or any of that rubbish. All New I'm World saying Order. is that Pepsi controls 13% of the British coal industry. Footnote, this is not true. <laughs> I just think someone needs to, fi- someone needs to figure out what's happening there because a lot of people are rightly concerned. That's a concern that's shared by many people, and I'm sure they appreciate you focusing on it. <laughs> I'm focused on everything right now. That's what it means to have priorities. <laughs> Ooh, hold up. Do they control 13% of the coal industry? No. Interesting. Curious, even. Uh, addendum dash two. Oh my god, it's still going. All right. <clears throat> On 11-07-2020, it came to the Foundation's attention that John Bellerman, the founder of Green Springs, an unrecognized micronation in South Dakota, had updated the Green Springs official website to announce numerous upcoming changes to the micronation's laws taking place on 1907-2020. These consisted of changing the micronation's name from Green Springs to E-Castle, enforcement of communal living. To begin with, all citizens would be required to reside in the same house, although he hoped that they would all reside within the same room, given time to acclimate. Oh, is this like literally the singularity? (laughs) A total ban on reproduction as, we can't even handle the waste we have. A total ban on all travel in or out of the country. Due to the small size of Green Springs and the relative ease of containment, it was decided that the foundation would allow these new laws. I'm realizing now, too, a lot of them were like, oh, we'll take rooms away from the house. They're like, Mm. oh. hmm." Uh, It was decided that the foundation would allow these new laws to be enacted in order to observe the results of an SCP instance actually achieving office. On um, July, yes, 20th, 2020, a team of researchers and agents was dispatched to Green Springs in order to observe said results. The only known survivor of the expedition, Dr. Robert Twine, was found uninjured and wandering the area immediately outside of the Micronation, two hours following loss of contact. After being brought into Foundation custody, he produced the following written account via Emesis. What's Emesis? Uh, It's just like writing stuff down. I'm going to look up Emesis definition. The action or process of vomiting. Tan? Yeah, oh, oh, weird. I'm not full. So I'm, I, let's, let's get into the account. He's, he's vomiting? <laughs> he produced the account. <clears throat> I'm not fully sure how to. Oh, sorry. sorry, do you want to read this? No, you can go. 
I'm not fully sure how to describe my experiences. This was a very disorienting experience, you understand. The feeling of wrongness began when we pulled up to the premises. I'd read the files, and I understood that the micronation consisted of three households and their families, but where I was looking, I could only see one house. It was hardly an ordinary house, either, a mishmash of different architectural styles. It was as if someone had taken the whole place apart and stitched it back together. Even the air was like that. As soon as one of us got out of the car, he started to be sick, a soldier boy, because it was so bad. We went into the house to investigate. Everyone was silent at first. This was a very disorienting experience, you understand. Nobody knew what to expect. After we got through the first two kitchens, it became obvious that this was no ordinary homestead. The main attraction was in the living rooms, spinning like a disco ball up near the ceiling. I was told there were 12 people living here, and that checked out 100%. I could see them crushed up altogether in a sphere floating in the air, like how rocks clumped together to form our earth, all squashed and compressed-like. They were cracking insistently as we watched and commented. Thirteen had become one, just like that. I think there were only three of us left at this point. After my partner was finished, I turned to the remaining member of our team and indicated he should pick up the phone. He told me much the same, and I had to agree and apologize for my selfishness. <gasps> and he vomited this. Mm. This was a very disorienting experience, you understand. Is this, like, also some sort of... Because that feels like a political phrase. <laughs> I answered the phone. The caller was a distinguished sort. Some vowels elongated, some slurred, just like that. I told him as much. Hello, I said. Hello, 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 hello. I looked down at the phone when it said that, and this was a very disorienting experience, you understand. I realized that it was my own skin I was speaking into. This was quite a shock for me, and when I said it to the phone, I said as much. This sort of selflessness wasn't something I was used to happening. I had to admit as such, but I was glad my skin could be good for something, and I said as much, and I listened closely to the reply, which took for me a shock. This was a very disorienting experience, you understand, but I was glad everyone was finally coming together. Everyone was finally coming together, and then I woke up at home. They've got my vote! The area surrounding Green Springs has been completely quarantined following this incident. Current containment procedures were enacted immediately after. <laughs> so, are you gonna... At the end of this, I want you to explain what your thoughts were going into this and what it means, because I'm curious. Okay. I don't have the reading comprehension to fully derive what you're getting at here, but I, I, I can tell there's something, and I like it. Uh, incident dash one... Uh, sorry, addendum 6775-3. Uh, interview of dash two. Incident dash one prompted considerable concern among researchers that the philosophy had the possibility of arising even in incumbent officials, therefore eliminating the need for dash one to achieve electoral victory at all. In an effort to further understand the psychology of Dash 1 instances in order to forecast such developments, an extensive search was conducted for relevant materials. During this time, an unused segment of the 2019 interview between Maria Lane and Edgar Carlyle was discovered in the media archives of the Bath Echo. The contents are as follows. Thank you. Now, before we finish, I just have to ask, what exactly does the E mean? Oh, uh, well, that's, um, uh... It's just personal curiosity. If that's an issue, then... No, no, it's fine, absolutely. The, the, the E. Um, well, I've always been interested in numerology. It's a very inspiring oh, notion that everything... It's we... that fucking symbol in math where you add everything together, right? Maybe. That ev- sigma symbol or whatever it's called. That everything we do is governed by forces outside our control. It's an idea that offers a lot of freedom, and that's that's something I really relate to. We've no just really apply to me. But, but even saying that, I masturbate cr- privately quite a bit, and it's quite a similar sense of, a, of abandon, I suppose. That's what I'd say E is all about, that kind of community uh, sort of spirits. Thank you, thank you for this opportunity to speak with you, to get inside your mind in this way. It's been very interesting. <laughs> That's no worry at all. I'm sure I'll be separating everyone inside there again come election day. Ooh. 
Uh, I need to look up real quick. What's that symbol called? Uh, add all parts symbol math. Why is it escaping me? Uh, it's a summation or a sigma symbol, yes. Mm. So is that what the E is? That's one thing it could be, but if also if we take it a bit more literally, the, the E is the fifth letter of the alphabet. So it's also... Fifthism? Yeah. Oh, this whole article was about fifthism? It's, sort of, it's, it's like a, a strain of fifthism, I would say. Uh, first it, of all, like, rather than a religious sense, it's more a political sense. Upvote, 12 out of 10. This one was pretty interesting. Hmm. Um, but what what was your political statement with this article? Uh, political statement, I was like, the whole thing seemed like... I don't want to like get into the way, but sometimes it does seem sort of incomprehensible from a distance. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like not so especially deep commentary, but yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I don't think there's any... I don't think you need to worry about, like, being cancelled for that. Like, a lot of, like, political stuff, if you ever hear politicians talk, they're literally just, like, saying shit. If you think about it too hard, and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, things that don't even make sense. It's just, like, word vomit. Yeah, like Chicago. It's pretty. Chicago. Would you go to Chicago? Um, uh, what'd you say? Did you, uh, would you go to Chicago? I, I've been to Chicago. Really? Well, I've been to Chicago, but <laughs> How I'm assuming it? that's the same place. Um, it's a city. Uh, they have some good stuff there. There's a bar up there that's pretty popular. That because because where I live, actually, um, you probably don't care about this at all. But um, so I live right on the border of like sort of Missouri and Illinois, and our two big cities are also pretty close. So you can drive from St. Louis to Chicago in like half an hour, or an hour or something. It's not that bad. Um, let me double check that. Uh, directions to Chicago. Let me let me see exactly how long. Okay, I'm completely wrong. Sorry. It's four and a half hours. But it's only a half hour or an hour to get into Illinois. Um, in that case, I don't think I have been to Chicago. I'm ignorant of uh, geography, you see. I've been to... Um, where the fuck is it? Uh, wherever like is on that border, I've been there where the bar is. Um, people people would probably have heard of it. It's called Fast Eddie's, which oh. is in Bonaire. That's what I'm thinking of. I've probably been to Chicago when I was little and just didn't acknowledge it, though, because I've, like, driven all over the country. But, like, I guess I can't point out anything of it then. I really thought... See, this is how you know I don't know shit about the world, right? Like, why did I think it was right there? Um. Anyway. Uh, how much time do we have left? Uh, like, 15 minutes. 15. Okay. Do you want to do one more? Like a short one? or uh, let's, let's see what the latest page on the wiki is. Let's have a look. Alright. How do I get back to the main page of the wiki? There we go. Um, how do you just look at the latest stuff again? It's new pages. New. Where's new pages? Here we go. Alright. Reason SCPs, recent tale. Mm. Uh, whoops, that one's I've got fresh, forever fresh Tupperware I've got here. Yeah, I see that. Oh, this is a pretty short one. And it's already got an upvote. Hey. Yeah. Uh, this was written by uh, Blaine7845, posted today. Let's check right, a look. Ready? Yeah. I'll go into it. <clears throat> Item number SCP 7106, object class Safe. Special containment procedures. The SCP is to be stored in a standard containment locker at site blank. 
me trying to figure out where the fucking thing is. <laughs> Access to the SCP is restricted to level 2 personnel and higher. Testing involving the SCP should only be carried out with prior approval from the site director if redacted. Oh, this is old school inspired, mm. I can tell. Um, <laughs> it's like, who do I, whose approval do I need? It's redacted off the document, I don't know who to ask. <laughs> Description. <The> SCP- <laughs> I just realized, yeah, it's like, that's kind of like the subtle corporate way of being like, fuck you, you don't get to touch it if you can't already. <laughs> you don't get to do shit. Description. The SCP is, I don't even know where it is. If I'm assigned to this, <laughs> I don't know what, what, where it is. I'm confused why they did the black boxes for the site, but not for the redacteds. Uh, you can't even know the number of letters. You don't have a clearance for that. God damn. Description. The SCP is a common Tupperware container, measuring 20 centimeters in length, 15 centimeters in width, and 10 centimeters in height. It has the words Forever Fresh Tupperware printed on the bottom. When not touched, it is placed with the SCP and the lid is securely sealed. The contents are preserved indefinitely, remaining in a state of perfect freshness. The enormous properties of the SCP were discovered when it was found in a position of Data Expunged, a culinary enthusiast. Zam. Wiped from the records. Who was this fucking enthusiast? <laughs> You'll never know. I'm sorry. Subject redacted. Reported never needing to refrigerate or worry about food spoilage when using the SCP. After initial testing, it was confirmed the perishable items stored within the SCP, including but not limited to food, flowers, and biological specimens, showed no signs of decay, rot, or spoilage, regardless of the time they were stored. Further testing has revealed the SCP's effects extend to liquids as well. For example, liquid-based substances, example soups, sauces, and beverages, stored in the SCP maintain their original taste, temperature, and consistency over extended periods. Researchers have observed no observable limits. Uh, they've observed shit, not, not observed shit, then, on how long an ob- object can be stored inside the SCP without deterioration. You know what you should do? Me? What? Or, sorry, what they should do is, um, if there's someone important that's going to die, they cut open their head, cut out their brain, right? And before it would, like, die, just put it in the Tupperware, close it, and they could stick it in something later when they have the technology or a new... Creepy! How did you know? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Dash A? Oh, yeah. Testing is is ongoing to explore the limits of the SCP's preservation properties. A notable discovery is that items with anomalous or deteriorating properties, such as radioactive materials or SCP objects appear to have their negative effects nullified when stored in the SCP, although the mechanism behind this remains unknown. Addendum B. Research into the origin and possible reverse engineering of the SCP is ongoing to determine its potential applications for long-term preservation and containment. Note. While the SCP's effects are undeniably beneficial, caution should be exercised to prevent misuse or accidental overuse of the project. Your free trial of ChatGPT has now ended. No! <laughs> Tanoni, come back to us. Researchers should consider ethical concerns surrounding the potential implications of near-eternal preservation, especially with regards to organic materials and the containment of dangerous substances. Well, my initial thought, right, um, and if this is a very Series 1 thought train, but to be fair, this is a very Series 1-esque article, is there's been a lot of tales, not tales, but like testing logs we've read, where like 682 is nearly destroyed until he's like a speck or a little inch of flesh and then he regenerates, right? Mm-hmm. You get him there, but then you put him in the Tupperware, and then one and done. Yeah. Preserved. But then he, but then he will adapt to become unpreservable and break free. <laughs> but then if he becomes unpreservable, like infinitely spoiling or regenerating, then he oh. will die as soon as he breaks free. So he's locked in prison realm. 
Yeah, he's locked in. That's prison realm. He experienced a lifetime. Who would you? Who would you? Let's say you had prison realm and you had to use it on six eight two. Who would you bring in to, to make you experience a lifetime? Once are they friends? <laughs> no, <laughs> he's scared of one seven three. You just see him and he's been like, it's been so long, hasn't it? No, the, the, the AI because he's like he had a conversation with it once. They, and be gone. they would do a flashback and, and it's, it's like, like in, in, yo, is it? <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they do a flashback and it's like Foundation High School and it's fucking him in, in 173. It's like, when we graduate, what are we gonna do? I'm oh, gonna kill all the humans. <laughs> Not if I do it first. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen, by the way, in JJK, in the anime, they add these like non canon little tidbits after the episode? Uh, yeah, the Jujutsu Jujutsu Stroll. Yeah, I fucking love it. It's so good. It's so <laughs> adorable. Uh, they did one where it was like the the fucking curses and like oh, yeah. after school, <laughs> Hanami and Joko, and I was like losing it. So cute. All right, should we read the comments now? Uh, sure. Show me these comments. I will show you the comments. Give me a second. I have to find the comments. Discovering SCP. Oh, really funny show, by the way. Sorry? Anything? What do we call this episode, by the way? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, wow, we don't have that many comments. This should be pretty fast. Okay. We can call it the, yeah. uh, the e po- official e-podcast. Official e-podcast. Um, I remember now a little bit about e and when you first showed up. That was a good article, by the way. Thank you. Um, no problem. Gay help. What if I just said psych? <laughs> just kidding, I'd be like, loser. I'd be standing there like a fake, a transformation technique. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to believe it. Every my eyes are telling me you're Darnell, but my soul you says Darnell that's a lie. I would never say that. <laughs> and you're like creepy. <laughs> How could you tell? And my head comes off and it's fucking anomalous inside. <laughs> it's like working levers. Yeah, it's like a little machine. <laughs> That's my technique, you see. I climb inside your noggin. <laughs> Alright, uh, Nil says, Just finished episode 79 out of 173 of Disc. A rare episode of Tarnell getting emotional from a great article. Which one was that? I don't remember. <laughs> Still chugging along on both Google Podcasts and YouTube to catch up. May the algorithm gods bless the series to reach greater height. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm, I'm I need glad to go back. I'm so sorry to make everyone wait, but you keep them busy while I figure out what episode that was. Uh, keep them busy, yeah. Who was free? What 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 number did he say? Uh, Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Bash. Oh, that was our stolen podcast. That is. Oh like yeah, I, I suspected that was it. To be honest, that's a good one. I I adore that article in Captain Kirby. That was awesome. Uh, Mt says. Darnell is canonically Foundation personnel. Every time you say, fuck the Foundation, you're basically saying fuck yourself. Hell yeah. Also, uh, oh wow, this is YouTube drama stuff. Uh, also, SS Sniper Wolf doxed Jack's films and got her latest video demonetized as punishment. Edit. YouTube prompted me to keep comments respectful because of fuck? Uh, yeah, YouTube, if you curse or like post links to like delete your comment. Um, yeah, YouTube drama. Yeah, that shit was crazy. But uh, I, I have no words on that other than the things everyone else has said a thousand times, which is like it was fucked. Um, Mr. Diamond Ore 1014 says, 
I really hope I got to the comments in time. Could you guys read SCP-166, Just a Teenage Gaia, please? It's my favorite Series 1 SCP. Please? We'll read it next episode, I promise. Why? No, we already had a plan, you fool! What was the plan? Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we're not going to read the week after that. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay, that plan's not even set in stone. Well, let's be honest, I was never going to follow a recommendation anyway. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> cats. They, yeah, they must know by now, if they recommend it, it's it's like an anti-recommendation. <laughs> it will incentivize me not to do it. It's like when someone tells me I can't do something and then I want to do it more. Exactly. It's just We're just built different. Uh, oh my god! Uh, hang on, not yet, but Crowcat's comment first. Crowcat says, fun fact, the original ending for the Eric Sentient Calculator had it being planned for dis- to be dismantled, but was changed with permission from the author a few years ago. That's so fucked, why would they dismantle it? Uh, Comedy Man Kel points out, I didn't even think about it, last episode was the haha funny peanut number. Mm. Episode 173. Oh yeah! We didn't I do blinked. anything special for that. We're failures of SCP podcasters. Um, you know what? What's a Free was never good. <laughs> Damn. What was your favorite Series 1 article? My favorite Series 1 article is Shy Guy. Nice. It was a good one. I like Shy Guy. Remember when we watched that like short film about Shy Guy? Uh, yeah. Good times. I remember it vividly. I don't. I barely remember other than the concept that we watched it together. Dumb. Uh, I, I remember the guy who was like the most scared scientist in the world. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> yeah. Matt, <laughs> you say it. Shaitelia says, wait, this was posted 14 hours ago? How am I only now seeing this? Oh, is the Eric from Dear Diary the same one of the Eric's toy SCP? Hmm, yeah. Smile? Um, yeah, and as for why it was posted early. It's because oh. this fucking world is imperfect. <laughs> Can honey made an oopsie, guys. Tam, we still have three minutes left. This is not podcasty enough. This is not podcast material. Gonna, it's not podcast material. We have to make it. What else can we add? Um, What's the shortest SCP on the wiki? Well, why don't we just have a conversation as equals for once? Okay, sure. Tell me what's on your mind, buddy. Uh, I don't know, nothing particular. Um, this can we talk about the, uh, the 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 tabletop system that you've been um, hearing about? Yeah, that's, so gonna be, have, that's gonna be mildly interested. <laughs> I have a friend. Um, I don't know if he's okay with me talking about it, but it's probably fine as long as I don't say his name or any specifics. But I have a friend who's made a. Uh, he, so he's a guy uh, I do D and D with with a couple of. They're all people I know in real life. I've met them all. Uh, we hang out when I went up to Louisiana. Um, but he and some of his friends, they're all like hardcore table toppers. They really like making systems and numbers. And their systems are good, but sometimes there's a lot of math. So like they're really more for like hardcore table toppy people. Um, but he's made a, a Dragon Ball system, for example, that is doing pretty well. Um, and he's working on a Jujutsu Kaisen one using the sort of same sheets as the DBZ one. Uh, and it's almost done. And as soon as it's done, I'm going to look at it with Tan and see if it's something we might do something with. Um, but he's, um, yeah, he's the type that, like, um, he doesn't, like, metagame or, like, min-max, but, like, he's the type of guy who, like, knows the build he wants going into a D&D game and, like, how he's going to maximize his damage for the turn and stuff. <laughs> and you can tell by the by the RPGs they make because they're all, like, very, there's a ton of options, a ton of different things you can do. Um, but they're very number grindy. Like in DBZ, for example, depending on your level, you can be rolling D20 
twelve thousands or whatever the fuck. Uh, it gets pretty intense. Um. But I'm really excited to see his Jujutsu Kaisen system, especially because Jujutsu Black Kaisen Flash. is ripped. And <laughs> and I don't really know any other system that you could run it in aside from something abstracted like the Fate system. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very very excited. Uh, will you perform a Black Flash, Tantoni? Uh, yeah, I'll flick you in Black Flash so it's like a... Do you think you could grow that much as a curse user? Well, it's not like... It's not like you grow and then you do a Black Flash. You do a Black Flash and that prompts your growth. Exactly. It gives you a greater understanding. But also, Toto implies that if you can't even reach the Black Flash, then you're doomed. Uh, well... I agree to disagree. <laughs> you disagree with Toto? Yeah. What if you boogie woogie you? What would you do? I'd be like, hmm, I'm over here now. Interesting. <laughs> I suppose I'll have to take this into account. <laughs> it's like, hmm, to think you're my natural enemy. All right. You're my natural um, enemy for moving me over here. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the direct antithesis to everything I'm allowed to do. Is that my name? And my right. ability? Everything I'm allowed to do? <laughs> everything I'm allowed to do? <laughs> it's like a little list of things. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, I just realized we might have accidentally recreated the list of whatever thing. My curse technique gives me free things I'm able to do whatever I want. I can swap one out for a random rule whatever I want as well. Oh, and you like have to roll the rule? Yeah. So one of them might be something like create lemonade. Yeah. You can make lemonade however you see fit. Piercing lemonade. <laughs> Let's re-roll, shall we? And then you get one that's like execution. It's <laughs> still now. <laughs> <laughs> Flicking the fucking uh, syringe. <laughs> mm, potent. Uh, Alright, well thank you guys for watching. I think we've screwed around enough. <laughs> we'll see you all next time. Bye! Bye.